Hello, everybody. Welcome to our third episode of AmeriCrown Dreams. I'm Jenna. And I'm Caitlin. And this week, we are going to talk about Trooping of the Color. Boop, boop. It is mid-June or and late June-ish. I don't know how you describe this time of year, but um, a lot's been happening with the Royals lately. So we'll get into it after a, a bit. But first, how have you been, Caitlin? I've been good. Yeah, no, I've been enjoying um, our hot Minnesota weather. Um, but it's now cold here. I'm in a sweatshirt. Well, yeah. I guess it is about. I know. It's great. I can finally wear, like, sweaters to work. Before, mm-hmm. I was just, like, wearing, trying to get away with wearing tank tops mm-hmm. to work. And it's never. It's never. The best. Yeah. This is a good Minnesota conversation that we just had mm-hmm. about yes. the weather. Yes, it's about 70 degrees out, and so we're all very, very happy. And the sun was shining, you guys. It's great. But I had an interesting experience on my drive over here. So I we record in Caitlin's basement. I'm here after work. And, you know, it's not... Caitlin doesn't live too far away from me, but there's rush hour traffic around this time. And, you know, you don't usually see things then, but I'm on a quite busy road and at a stoplight and the car in front of me, the person um, opens their door. And usually when you see that, like the driver's side door too, not like a passenger. So I'm like, well, what sometimes, you know, like your purse strap gets stuck in the door or whatever. No, this person just opened their door and like spit on the ground. And I was like, what is happening here? Because it was like a girl my age, like a woman. Yeah. She was brushing her teeth <laughs> in her car. <laughs> and she just, like, is part of that. Just, like, spit onto the street and then, like, shut her door and, like, kept, going. kept driving. And I was like, what the heck is happening here? You know, like, if I was going to be brushing my teeth, first of all, I would be embarrassed to do that. And I would, like, have a bottle or something yeah, to, like, to throw, you I, know, to, to spit into. I'm and like, then I would dispose of it once I reached my destination well, or later. Where is she going? Like, okay, I get it. Sometimes, you know, I can maybe understand. A like, date? Yeah. Like a job interview is yeah. something I'm thinking like, that would be the worst. Or mm-hmm. maybe she's going to the dentist. But like, even then, just go to the dentist and you say to your dentist, hey, actually, can I brush my teeth quick? I just ate. And they yeah. will go, thank you. Thank you so much for brushing your teeth mm-hmm. before I get in there. But this was just, it was one of the most bizarre things I saw. She must have been going on a date. And I hope it goes well for her. But right. I am also, I like, hope she just doesn't do that on her date. I want that. Or like, <laughs> is that a regular occurrence? Anyway, that was just, yeah, not very, I don't, I don't imagine that the royals would yeah. condone such behavior. No, they would be already ready to go. Or yeah. they would have a very tinted car. You know, sometimes, you know, you can't see the back. Like, for example, like, sometimes you can't see, like, George or Charlotte very well in the back seat. Mm -hmm. Maybe before, you know, they took up both of the spots with their car seats, Kate would always be back there. Yes, brushing her teeth. Brushing her teeth. (laughs) But she probably has uh, some sort of royal... She probably has a person who holds... Well, she could have a person who holds a spit cup for her. I bet her assistant... Rebecca Deacon. I mean, I would do that for her. I would do that for my friend if I had to. For sure. Especially if they were going in front of the public or, again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that was a weird occurrence. Yeah, that is. Um, But, yeah, so I think we'll now shift away from the random sightings of toothbrushing in public. And we will move on to the Royals news recap of the week. Um, The first things we're going to talk about are a little bit more on the, I mean, on a little bit sadder note, 
unfortunately, the world is such that it seems in the last few weeks, we've had a lot of royal sightings because bad things are happening in the world and in England. And talked about it a little bit in the last episode. I don't know that I was as articulate as I wanted to be. Um, Hopefully, I've done a little bit more (laughs) thinking beforehand (laughs) here. So hopefully I won't put my foot in my mouth and everything. But the first um, royal sighting that we have uh, due to uh, was when Prince Harry visited Borough Market um, earlier this week, or last week, I should say. And obviously, Borough Market was the site of one of the terrorist attacks where a person in a vehicle drove into a crowd of people. Uh, the first day it reopened, Prince Harry was there looking amazing and brave and awesome and chatting up the local uh food vendors and everything. And now, have you were you ever at Borough Market? Yeah. So those of you who don't know, like, exactly what Borough Market is, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a farmer's market type atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. It's something that sprouted up in the middle of London. It's at the heart of London. And it it's kind of by, I think, the walkie-talkie building. You know what that Uh, is? Or is it by the Shard? I don't know. I'm not sure. I just know it's... Well, that was... You know, they obviously... They ran their car on London Bridge. So it's near... I assume London Bridge since they... Well, this was... They they run out of the car. Well, this was... Oh, no. Okay. Well, see, this is me. I did some preparation. I didn't do enough. So there was the London Bridge attack, and then there was a stabbing attack in Borough Market. And so that's what he was doing, was visiting Borough Market. Um, So... But it's at the it's at the very heart of London, and it's a place where a lot of local like uh, food growers and farmers and artisans can sell things. Like there's cheesemongers and um, bakeries, and there's a, a tea shop, a guy who sells loose leaf tea. And Harry was there to uh, support uh, the the market on its first day open after it was closed down due to that event. And if you ever have a chance to go to London, I would say two thumbs up to that place yes. because especially if you're looking for like a quick lunch or a quick snack, it's amazing and it's like really fun to just wander around and you can kind of pretend like you're back in the day in yes. London and like, you know, it used to be like Covent Garden was like the market where the people growing produce would come to sell and it kind of puts you in mind of a of a time when that was what that's how people shopped. Right. And everything, like, the cheese and, like, all the fruit and everything, even, like, the fish are just, like, so beautifully, like, put out for you to look at. Yeah. And there's also really good, I don't even remember what it was, but it was pasties, like, the meat oh, pies. Oh, yeah. Super good. They also, they also, somebody was making, like, there was a stand making paella, uh-huh. and I don't, I oh, don't I like, I don't remember that. I don't like seafood, but it smelled amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a person who, I only eat seafood when I'm, like, really in a place where, Seafood is fresh and it's part of the local cuisine and stuff. Mm-hmm. Minnesota's pretty far from an ocean, so some walleye. I eat some walleye. <laughs> that's that's about it. I mean, I, you know, but like that, it looked amazing. It just is a really nice area, and it was really good to see Harry out there, you know, showing his support. And I think one of the things that's really good about these types of visits is that part of what is I'm imagining the the attacker's goal is to make people feel unsafe in public spaces and going about their daily lives. And for somebody whose life is 
I mean, he's, he's such a high profile person and he's such Mm -hmm. a target, a potential target, I should say that for him to go there and say, listen, like we can't let it get us down. Mm -hmm. I think it's just really important and it's really heartening to see. Right. And I mean, especially if you think about it, he's, obviously not like the number he since he served and everything he right. was technically he was a target and that's why he had to be pulled out of afghanistan because right. the taliban was it the taliban yeah or i think it was the taliban or was it al-qaeda it was one of the two was was like oh if you get prince harry like well i mean a price for that obviously i mean back to world war ii there were i mean a lot of people who had um high titles and things mm-hmm. when they were fighting they were seen as targets like it, they would back then it used to be like i read a book about the mitford sisters and they were you know that's a whole other can of worms but they were talking about in the context of that um the kind of like treatment that um if a person who had a title was captured in by by germans they would be held as a prisoner of war and it wouldn't be necessarily like you know club med or like a spa or resort (laughs) or anything like that but they would be treated kind of like relative to their status Mm -hmm. they wasn't like treated like a, a your average soldier here i don't think that that would be the case um so, and I think that that was the fear. So they, so obviously anyone who's of a high status was a target in times of war and on the battlefield. But here I understand. And I think really, I remember them saying like, it wouldn't only make him a target. It would make all the men in his, he was serving with men and women right. he was serving with a target because, you know, they would also be put at more danger. They would be at a greater risk of being targeted mm-hmm. because he was there. Exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. moving on. Yeah, and so going off of uh, just more visits because of people doing terrible things in the world, uh, Kate uh, visited uh, medical staff and victims um, of the London Bridge attack um, at a local hospital. And um, obviously she met people who were ecstatic to see her, but also um, she spoke with um, the medical staff who have kind of also been working not only with their own staff, but with people who are affected on mental issues, which, you know, obviously dovetails with, um, her, their, um, heads together, heads together, um, heads together campaign and everything. And, um, so I think it was a great opportunity, obviously for, I think people obviously, you know, anytime it doesn't matter if she shows up or she doesn't, people are like, where did she go? Why isn't she here? Since, you know, the Queen and Harry, or William had shown up in, you know, Manchester and everything. They're like, where's Kate? And so I think this was a good opportunity for her to show her herself and go to a place where she can speak about, you know, a topic that she knows about and is able to, you know, offer something to the conversation. Yeah. And I think it's just, I think that they're really reaching into their bench, to use a sports metaphor. They're trying to make sure that, you know... You can say what you will about, like, Harry going out. I mean, Harry, Harry, obviously, he's a combat veteran. He has a lot of um, different experiences from Kate. And so for Kate to go and show support in her own way and to go, because especially since, you know, obviously people like us are, you know, we think Harry is beautiful and and amazing for the most part. But um, when Kate goes out, we, a lot more eyes, I think, get on the story because what is she wearing? You know, what's, what's all this? And she can really draw eyes towards something. And that is 
you know, it's great to see her using that. And it's always interesting to see, like, that she re-wears outfits. Mm -hmm. Like, she was re-wearing a um, blue suit, which Mm -hmm. I want in my closet right now. it's very sparkly. Yeah. It's a very nice suit. Right. And and she looked, I mean, she looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah. And now we're talking about it and we're mm. recognizing the efforts of the people, you know, at it was King's College Hospital who she met with and, you know, thinking about the victims because she was able to show up and use her power mm-hmm. for good. We can hope. The final thing we'll talk about that's a little bit on the sadder note is uh, the Queen and Prince William went to visit the... Um, First responders and uh, residents of Grenfell Tower, uh, which was the large apartment block that caught fire and which led to the deaths of so many people. So the Queen and Prince William, again, the palace is bringing out their their A-team for this, showing how important it is. And they... uh, The timing of this was really interesting from a political perspective. And I don't want to get too into the weeds because, I mean, who knows what's happening happening with British politics. But just this one American person's view. uh, Theresa May was recently, she called for the, she called for an election with the hopes of getting a strong mandate on Brexit. And that election took place last week and it mm-hmm. surprised everyone in that labor just came out and did was way more successful than anyone ever expected side note the kensington district went to labor by 20 votes which is astonishing it was the last uh district or voting block or place to to come in the last results to come in and I was kind of just like curious looking around and you know it's 650 seats and it still was 649 the next day and I was like well what did Kensington end up doing um my husband is really he follows British politics pretty closely as part of his job and he had told me oh that actually was up for grabs whereas it's usually been a Tory seat and been pretty safe and to see that you know labor swung the district and won by 20 votes interesting it's quite interesting so anyway so then uh now there's all this question of whether or not the tories will be able to form a majority uh so that they can you know form a government and so they have to come up with a coalition with other parties anyway it's all stressful and everyone conservatives and uh the labor party everyone pretty much is saying Theresa may get out of there I mean, there are some conservatives who are looking at it like we need a steady hand. We can't throw the country into another, like, more turmoil by changing leadership at this time. But everyone kind of agrees she's just really messed up because she had such she had a big majority and she called this kind of pointless election. She would have been in office for five more years. She just called an election for fun and then completely they ended up losing, losing a bunch of seats, um, all this stuff. So when this um, Grenfell Tower um, tragedy happened and Theresa May wasn't showing up or she made a statement about it, but she wasn't there at the site. Jeremy Corbyn, who's the labor leader, was there. And of course, everyone 
in the newspaper started saying, where's Theresa May? Where is she? And they put out a statement saying she can't go there because of safety concerns. And then the next morning, Queen Elizabeth showed up at Grenfell Tower, which is quite a rebuke in its own right from the Queen, because just based on what I've learned about the Queen from reading books on her and just seeing how she's ruled, there's one thing she cannot stand, and it is somebody not doing their duty. Like, she just doesn't think that that's acceptable in any way. And you can tell she thinks that Theresa May is not doing her duty. And there's now all this crazy things like um, the party, Sinn Féin party in Northern Ireland might be taking their seats for the first time ever, which they had previously refused to do. Mm-hmm. Because as part of taking your seat in par- Parliament, you have to swear your allegiance to the Queen. And since they want an independent Northern Ireland, a reunification of Ireland, they're... They weren't willing to do that, but now they might be doing that because they want to block this. I don't know. It's just crazy. And obviously the queen and the rest of the royals usually have to stay removed from politics. But it is really like interesting to see how the queen, when she's technically above the fray, when she kind of shows up and shows her own thoughts on a person by just by going somewhere. And that's mm-hmm. what happened here. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just really interesting to watch. And I think it'll be the interaction of the British royals um, and how they're kind of dealing with Brexit and other th- things going on in British politics. It's going to be really interesting. We'll talk more about that a little bit later yeah. in the news. But, yeah, so I think we can move on to more cheerful news. Yes, that would be great. I would love that. Let's talk about clothes. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. We will talk about clothes. Um, so Kate visited. Um, so she made a visit for the 1851 Trust, um, which is a nonprofit organization that um, works to help youth um, get involved in sailing and um, also kind of STEM programs that have to do with, you know, the science and all of that um, of the ocean and boats and, you know, aerodynamics, yeah, aerodynamics wind. and all that. I don't know. Navigation. Yes. Essentially, it's a, an amazing license to wear really good on-point clothing. Sailor-adjacent clothes. Yes. Yeah. Which I think Kate always blows out of the park. Like, uh, she has previously worn to one of their events uh, an Alexander McQueen military skirt. Oh. And, that, and that's one of my favorite. She almost always wears blue and white to these events. Like, she has yes. a J- Jaeger dress that she's worn also yes. these events um so anyway she came she went they had another event with um some school children they did like a scavenger hunt and obviously showed you know some of the projects that they were working on and mm-hmm. all these cute little kids in sailboats i know Since kate does um obviously she used to row um apparently she still does row she just uses a rowing machine yes um it's one of her apparently her secrets oh ooh. that there's a secret That's, row machine oh in my Covington gosh Palace. so secret that yes. she has a rowing machine yeah yes. <laughs> yeah um but yeah so uh she was there supporting that initiative and uh yeah she wore some cute j crew um cropped pants which people lost their minds over lost their minds over because you know usually she wears tighter pants and uh well, she okay. rarely wears pants in public public yeah. appearances. That mm-hmm. was my first thought when I saw yeah. it was, oh, wow. And it's not like a silhouette you see very often. No, it's not. 
what? and um oh sorry what were you no doing? i was gonna say she looks fantastic oh absolutely. that was all my comment yes i thought it was great and then yeah she wore a blazer from um her previous that she wore on the canada tour um yes. a nice amazing. white blazer yes. i wish i could pull off a white blazer alas i, I think can't. you could why not oh. I would spill something on it. That's real concern here is that I can barely go. I had this wonderful white shirt that I got just like at Ann Taylor to mm-hmm. wear to work. And I loved it. And I was like, oh, look at me. I look so summery wearing my white. And then I took, I had a red pen in my hand and I got red pen on it in like five minutes. And so I had to walk around work all day with like a streak of red pen just mm-hmm. down my shirt. I still haven't been able yeah. to get it out. So I shouldn't be trusted. That's Kate okay. has a dedicated laundry, I'm assuming. So oh, for she sure. can pull off uh, a white blazer better than I can. I think I would love to be the person to launder her clothes. Not, I think it would be obviously really stressful. Yeah. But can you just, like, I would just be like, oh, my God, I, like, want to try this on. and I would like to organize her closet. <gasps> yes. Because I, I, lo- I hate organizing my own closet. I love mm. looking at other people's things and looking through it and... It would be amazing. I feel like she probably has, like... I feel like she has a two-fold closet. Like, she yeah. probably has a massive walk-in closet. Oh. But then there's probably a vault within oh, there I'm that sure. has, like... Her, like... The legit. Well, like, the legit Not, dresses. like, her wedding dress, but that's obviously in royal, like, collection. Like, an archive yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like, it's a, probably in an underground tunnel. Yeah, like a climate-controlled, yeah. everything like that. But I can imagine, though, she probably keeps a lot of dresses in there that are, like, personally significant. Like, the... A blue wrap dress and stuff mm-hmm. from the engagement photo and I don't know she probably if she's like me she has those like really long um beautiful dresses that she she's once worn <laughs> and she constantly wants to just try them on just to see if they still fit right. I mean I don't judge me for trying on my prom dress from 10 yeah, years ago I just okay. want to see how it fits right I look ridiculous because I'm wearing a dress <laughs> for an 18 year old but you know it's fun well, yeah, it was good to see Kate out doing something um, that was a nice sunny day and hanging out with kids and stuff. Uh, and looking nautical. Looking nautical. Across the pond in uh, Texas, Meghan Markle came out. Uh, there was an event at the ATX Television Festival in Austin. And uh, she was there with the cast of Suits. And they did a live reading of the pilot episode script mm-hmm. as a tie-in to their uh, 100th episode, which will be happening this season. And she looked great. She was wearing a dress from Club Monaco that has like a toile pattern, but it's not... Um, like Toile is that French fabric that mm-hmm. look, it has like a cottage on it, but this didn't have that. It just had flowers, which was mm-hmm. nice. And uh, she was wearing... She just looked great. I mean... She apparently was taught. I didn't watch the clip. Mm-hmm. I was at work when I was reading about this. <laughs> so I didn't think I had I had enough time to watch like a whole 30 minute right. or whatever it is uh, reading of a, an episode. But she apparently got kind of sentimental about it when she was reading. She recognized the scene that they had asked her to read for her audition and kind of pointed that out. And yeah. And so a lot of the information I'm talking about here comes from an article that was in People magazine. And they also gave us some other juicy news, which mm-hmm. I didn't realize, which was that after Pippa's wedding, so Harry left to go on his journeys around. He was opening the Invictus Games. And then Megan came back to North America to start filming 
pursuits. And so they hadn't been together. And I don't know if Harry did a quick layover uh, to visit her. Like he's done a couple times in the past, but if he has, I, I have not heard about it. Um, but she has been kind of throwing herself into filming. And so that's kind of interesting. And they were talking about like, well, you know, everyone wants a second Royal wedding or new Royal wedding to, to be so excited about. But somebody was quoted as saying that they are not hurrying down the aisle, but it's because Harry wants to give her time to acclimate to the, the, pressures mm-hmm. of being with a royal right. and so he's he's not um it's kind of a that's a brilliant way to spin it actually because i mean any guy who's like oh i'm not getting married yet you know it's kind of like oh, okay like you just don't care yeah it's not it's not the thing that a woman wants to hear but if it's like in this case rarely would i say that that's a legitimate excuse is i want you to app- be able to acclimate <laughs> to the pressures of being my girlfriend <laughs> but i think in this case Dream. I think also that I I read a blind item that was kind this is a while ago kind of about the fact her trying to get out of her suits contract and I don't mm-hmm. know whether I don't know that that was successful and so she might have to just kind of it would be hard I think it would be hard for them to write the character out of the show quickly mm-hmm. um, without it being like kind of obvious and you know ruining ruining kind of the narrative of it like some and kind of ruining her image because i think yeah you know like obviously she there, obviously there's a greater calling for yeah. her yeah that she's realized and has obviously made steps towards but at the same time it's also like you have this commitment and you guys have fans for the show and right there's a, there, yeah there's a vision for the show well and, and like i mean i'm god forbid but like say they broke up and mm-hmm. she quit like she walked out on this show and like then she's got this reputation as being somebody who doesn't take her work seriously and mm-hmm. so if she tries to get back into acting you know that's just not a good it's not a good look and i think also i think she really likes it i think she yeah. likes acting and i think she's you know willing to give up a lot of uh, the, the struggle at this point, but I still think she probably wants to follow that character to the end, to mm-hmm. a logical end point. Yeah. So, because it seems like she does get along. Obviously, you know, there's only so much you can take from Instagram and what yeah. you read, but it seems like she does get along with her cast members. And the fact that, like, her cast could easily talk about her personality, how, what she was like on set to other people yeah and you haven't heard that stuff like you haven't heard patrick adams talk about it who's the her her, her um the lead on the show talking about that kind of stuff you know yeah and that's because i think they're friends in real life yeah know? well the people article was talking about how when they first were first filming the first season they were living kind of like in an in a apartment complex together mm-hmm. so they were all it was like a kind of a college dorm like atmosphere mm-hmm. where they were, she said they got really like, they felt like a family right away just mm-hmm. because everyone was, you know, right down the hall. And so, you know, it's pretty much like you're having a slumber party right. or like you're in college and everyone bonds mm-hmm. quite a bit like that. So that's yeah. what's happening with Megan. Um, oh, and I have two other things from that. Event. Oh yes. One is uh, that a reporter did ask her, what Ooh. her intentions or kind of her future life with was, how are things going with Harry? What did she say? She actually gave no response. So actually she gave a nonverbal response. She smiled a little bit and did, said nothing. Um, so, and that's, that's a tough one to oh, take because you can know, you could just say no comment. And... Well, 
Yeah, but right. Saying no comment sounds so pretentious. Oh, like, for sure. And it also sounds like, oh, I don't, or wanna... I don't talk about my personal life. It was more like, you. I think we all can understand why I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. And then right. the well, moderator moved things along. Exactly. I think they probably had that strategy worked out ahead of time. Yeah. Um, because obviously, if she's in a room full of reporters, somebody mm-hmm. is going to like. I feel like if you're a journalist and your editor says. You were in a room with Meghan Markle. Do you ask about Prince Harry? And you say no. no. Your editor is going <laughs> to scream at you. But yeah. if you say, I did, and she literally said nothing, then your editor is like, well, you can't force her. But what type of <laughs> smile? Like, was it a smile like, I have an engagement ring sitting in my nightstand? Or yeah. like, or like mm-hmm. no, I don't really know what's going on with us yet. Or well, we're not quite there. So, Yeah. She, I think it was the best response. Yeah, right. definitely. She's not, she's not speaking. She's not a member of the, the, the royal family. She's not supposed to speak about it. She can speak about it once they're engaged and she does an official yeah. photo call or whatever. I think, yeah, it'll and be And within the proper see. channels, too. Yeah. Even then, like, Kate can't just, like, pick up the phone right. and, like, <laughs> well, she could. Assumedly, yeah. I mean, Diana used to pick up the phone and call tabloids, yeah. the journalists that she had good relationship with, mm-hmm. and tell them exactly what she was had on her mind yeah. and give them some dirt about Prince Charles and stuff. Like, it's, right. she did that a lot. And so I think, yeah, I think that Megan is just, she would be, she's between a rock and a hard place. She can't, um, she can't make any comment because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to piss off the Royals and their staff and everyone. And she also, if, even if she's not making a comment, then everyone's going to go, oh, they broke up or something. Yeah. So anyway. For sure. And then the other thing from that is apparently when she was leaving um, Texas, she was sporting a gold ring on her thumb. Oh. Which people have speculated. People, literally the the magazine people. <laughs> people, are, people are talking. Has speculated Harry gave it to her and it's one of the second or third pieces of jewelry because they believe, people also believe the H&M um, oh, for necklace sure. she, was, she was wearing was from him and also apparently he gave her a Cartier love bracelet or something like that yeah but i haven't good job Harry. i don't know if i've seen that but yeah but yeah i don't so know who knows sometimes people just wear rings though too right you know it might be one of his rings like my husband's yeah. rings can fit on my thumb pretty yeah. comfortably but also i don't know so i think it's a wild speculation yeah um for that one yeah, yeah, so the final thing, well, no, not the final, the penultimate thing, yeah. is it's polo season, it appears. So Harry was in Singapore playing polo, and I read an interesting article um, from Town & Country about a reporter who was invited to Singapore to cover his charity polo match, and she was like, is this a joke? Like, she thought it was yeah. a, like a... Um, like a prank email because it wasn't like a formal invite. It was just a random email and it's like 90 degrees and like a hundred percent humidity there. And so everyone was really worried that he was going to like fall off his horse and faint yeah. and stuff, but everyone did well. He scored two goals. I don't know enough about polo. Is it a goal? Uh, I don't know. We'll call it a goal. He, Maybe he scored... next episode. We'll, uh, <laughs> he's, he's... we'll let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> he scored two points. And um, his team won. And, of course, he was playing for a charity, and now I can't remember what the charity was. (laughs) I love... I I want you to talk about sports more. (laughs) You want me to talk about sports Sports more? (laughs) Because I... He he scored two points. He won. (laughs) He won. I know that they won five to two. Again, I don't know how polo works. It seems complicated, and I would be terrified to be anywhere near it. But, um, yeah, and then the other polo... um, 
player that William popped out and he uh, was uh, photographed in uh, some adorable photos Mm -hmm. chasing little uh, Mia Tyndall around and like playing like, you know, tag pretty much where she's obviously running and he's telling her he's going to catch her and then he finally catches her and it's super cute and I am all for polo season because it's handsome men wearing white pants which and they always look so nice yeah they're very like well they're cropped well yeah like they're (laughs) nice I mean white pants normally yeah are they I assume they're like a stretchy fabric I mean they must be but they're not linen, and they're yeah. not, they're thick enough, too. That's your yeah. problem. Anytime anyone shops for white pants, like, <laughs> they've got to be really expensive, mm-hmm. otherwise they're they're effectively see-through, right. which I don't think that the, I don't think that Queen Elizabeth would be too amused if no. either of her grandsons, well, we already, I mean, Harry's, Harry's put it out there, but, right. <laughs> but I don't think she but would be. At least be, not at an official polo event. Yes. <laughs> that would be a different story. All right, and the last story that we're going to briefly touch on is is uh, the, an upcoming tour. Yeah, so uh, Kate and William are going to be doing um, a tour of Poland and Germany, uh, July seventeenth through the twenty first. And uh, as um, you know, celebrity ambassadors for Brexit, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> they will be doing this tour. Um, we don't obviously have a full list of what will be happening during their tour, but there has, I mean, they'll obviously meet with um, foreign dignitaries for sure. And Angela Merkel. Yeah. Um, and also visit major cities. In yes. So they've li- released five cities that they'll be going to. So they'll be starting their trip in Warsaw. Poland, and then they're going to go... I'm assuming this is the order, because it would just make sense geographically. And then they'll be going to Gdansk. I think that's how you say it. It's weird. There's a G and then a D. And then they'll be going to Berlin, and then Heidelberg, and Hamburg. And then they'll be going home. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if in Hamburg they're going to see any Beatles things. Because that's what I would do. If I was a British person, I'd be like, where's that? Where's the place where the Beatles started? Yes, I imagine, well, I imagine, yeah, they'll be drinking some beer. Hopefully. Oh, I hope they eat pretzels. Like, oh my I, gosh. I, Paul and I have been looking to go to Germany, and mm-hmm. I was like, Paul, it's mostly so I can eat pretzels. Yeah, pretzels are the reason yeah. to go there, because they are very, very good, mm-hmm. and they are good at making good pretzels. Right. Um, I don't think we've heard if George and Charlotte will go. Um, I don't know. I feel like it, I... I I don't know. They're a lot closer than they usually are. Yeah. So I imagine that maybe they'd feel more comfortable. Um, but also, wouldn't it be cute if they gave Princess Charlotte a drindle? Oh my a, god, a toddler drindle, like yeah. Oh, that'd not be that we would so probably ever cute. see her wearing it, no. but I mean, Oktoberfest is coming up, so yeah. So July <laughs> is definitely a time that they could do that. Well, I think I think. I don't, I don't know. Part of it is that it's a five-day tour, mm-hmm. and that, I think, is a time span that they're comfortable leaving the kids mm-hmm. with both of them being gone. Like, when they went to Canada, I can see, you know, neither of them wanted to leave their kids for that significant yes. of a period of time. And, and so, distance. Right. And so, like, it's similarly why George came with them on their Australia, New Zealand, mm-hmm. et cetera, tour. I mean, they've obviously, they went on their tour... In Southeast Asia uh, last year without Charlotte and George, but... I wonder if that was more security. I think so. Not that... Well, like, possibly, like, vaccinations and things, like, 
you know, Charlotte's probably much too young to, mm -hmm. to get certain um, effects, and George probably even, because I just know, like, there's weird rules that you have to right. follow if you're traveling from America mm -hmm. to go right. to certain countries. You have to get yellow fever vaccination, I'm I think. sure. And so... And then also, like, even... Obviously, the once they know if the the, the children are coming, it, that will also determine the events because obviously they'll want to have some kid friendly events for right. them to go to. Yeah. So, but it'll be really fun, I think, to watch them. And of course, the um, Kate, I don't know, pregnancy baby bump, royal baby bump, bump. watch, um, <laughs> which we'll talk about in a little bit more detail when we get to our main event today. Mm -hmm. But they, of course, will be watching like a hawks to see whether uh, Kate has a dust boot for herself or, <laughs> you know. If I were Kate, honestly, I would walk into public and I would instantly, like, chug a glass yeah. of alcohol. Or just, like, take, take a, a bowl. Have take a, a secret flask. Well, no, because I would want people to see me doing no. it. Because I would want them to be like, oh, she's not pregnant mm -hmm. or whatever. Because it's just, it's a lot of pressure. Right. You know. If I were her, well, no, because people would later do the math. But, like, you know, there's non-alcoholic stuff. Yeah, she you could have some, what is it? It's oh, like duals. apple. Oh, yeah. There's a German apple drink that you can get. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's like. Apple saft. Well, that's apple juice. But anyways. It's not apple schnapps. Is it? No, that's not. <laughs> that's not German either. That's Austrian. But, you know. Right. Kind of. That would be me. I'm sorry, Jen. First, at first, I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to do like sounded music? And then I was like, no, that's Austria. Yeah. That's different. Different country. But okay. I think they'll probably do, um, they might do some uh, World War One centenary. Is that how you pronounce that? Centenary things? Because um, that's been a lot of what they've been doing mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. Obviously, 100 years since, you know, a lot of action mm -hmm. in World War One, And so I think. That might be something they do, which is, you know, show a stand of unity mm -hmm. with the country that they were fighting against right. formerly. And now, which is the one of the most sane, <laughs> rescue us, Angela, rescue yes. us. <laughs> I wonder if um, Emmanuel uh, Macron will show up and be like, hello, I'm French. And then, uh, like, oh, gosh, so now I'm blanking on his name. Justin Trudeau, there it is. Yeah. Justin Trudeau will show up, and then they'll be like, hello, Kate, how are yes. you doing today? And then President Obama will just stroll in and be like, hey, guys, what's going on? I have nothing to do. I have nothing to do. <laughs> just what's the up? Obama Foundation. Mm -hmm. Just the Obama Foundation. I heard there was a meetup of my old gang. <laughs> Let's just chill. You guys got to go get wasted yeah. down in the beer garden? <laughs> and everyone would be like, yes, you know what? We really do. Yes. We need this. We need this. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what happens, yeah, so but we'll be exciting. Yeah. We'll have to figure out how we're going to cover that. Cause that's going to be like several days worth. So maybe we'll just, instead of doing an episode where we talk about the news, yeah, we'll we just cover... focus on their trip and yeah. go day to day. I like that. And maybe cover. Yeah. I don't know. We'll have to. Well, yeah. We'll figure it out. It's new territory for us. Mm -hmm. So our first Royal tour coverage. Oh my God. Look at us. Yes. All right. So, yeah. So, more to come from that, as I'm sure in the next... I'm sure they probably will be... They'll keep things pretty tight because of security issues. Well, and they um, they usually, really due to timing, they don't really announce things too far in advance anyway. Because no. they don't want to disappoint something. Like, if logistics just don't work out, mm -hmm. they don't want somebody, like, thinking, oh, 
they were going to stop by this particular pretzel maker and then they didn't make it all the way over <laughs> here, you know? So yeah. we'll see for sure. Oh, I'm going to make pretzels Ooh. for us to eat. Yeah. While we, I would, I, I endorse that. Yeah. I will make some cheese dipping sauce. Okay. Actually, I will make my husband make us some cheese dipping Excellent. sauce. Cause he, he made this, I don't know. He made something that was very good. Um, and it was just like a cheese fondue. And it's, I think there's some in our fridge. I'm going to yeah. eat it later tonight. No, I'm <laughs> Yay. Okay. So we'll have snacks and we'll describe them to you. Yes. And you can listen to our mouth noises. Just yes. kidding. We won't do that. We to will you. probably eat them before and yes. or after, but yes, we'll see. All right. Moving on. Um, so yeah, so we, our main topic is, uh, so we're filming or not filming, recording on the Monday after um, the Trooping of the Color with a yes. U. Color with a U. Color. Color. I don't color. know. No, I, know. I can't. That I was know. a bad one. Just color. <laughs> yes. So, Caitlin, what on earth is trooping the color? Oh my gosh. Well, I consulted the British Army Regiment's website. Ooh. Um, I went to for, Wikipedia. Yeah. Much more authoritative. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the British uh, Rem- Reg- Army Regiment is the the um, you know the army or group that you see. Um, parading during this trooping and trooping is um or the colors themselves are the the uniform colors and um the the flags and all of that yeah that they used to signify back long ago when you know you were having like battles on battlefields to let you know like who's you know who's on your team and right and where are they in position and um you know also to help identify people if there were casualties or anything Mm -hmm. like that like you know, you could narrow it down based on what somebody was wearing. Mm-hmm. And so you used these troopings as a, a way to, you know, communicate that and show your, your soldiers, like, who's who and what you're supposed to do and how you're supposed to look. Um, it was also probably used for, you know, to say, like, hey, guys, look at how big my army is. Mm-hmm. You really want to mess with me? Like, hey, Germany. Hey, hey, guys, look. <laughs> you see all my friends? I have a lot of friends. They have fun outfits. They have beaver hats or bear hats or whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. They have some hats. Really hat. hot hats. Really hot hats. Oh, my gosh. Ugh. Well, and speaking of the heat. So my uh, knowledge of Trooping of the Color, beyond knowing that it's vaguely a military parade, is that in since 1748, um, it has also marked the official celebration of the monarch's birthday. The history behind that is that... Back in 1748, Edward VII, uh, he decided that he didn't want to have his actual birthday be celebrated because of the vagaries of British weather. And his birthday was in November. And so he's like, you know what? Um, I'd rather stand outside and ride a horse through London in June. And that worked great for Edward. um, But this year it was really hot. It was 83 degrees Fahrenheit. Which, like... You know, to us, it's like a normal summer day. To Londoners, like, anytime it goes above 75, they're like, what is this magic? Right. And the elderly are, like, passing out. Yeah, it's not... Because they don't have air conditioning as... as, uh, It's not as widespread. Right. Well, because they also, they don't have, like, the humidity levels normally Mm -hmm. that we do, like, in the center of the country here. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, an ocean pretty close by. There's other things. And so usually it doesn't get that hot um 
So that was kind of a challenge, but it's like, you know, well, Edward VII wanted his birthday in, to be in the summer. So mm. I guess people just have to wear their hot bear and beaver hats. And, right. And even though Queen Elizabeth's birthday is in April. Right. That's also rain. I that's, mean, it's really rain any time of yeah. the year, but it's more likely rain. <laughs> yes. It's more likely to rain and it's cold rain. Right. You know, in June, if it rains, you can still... You know, if you're wearing your, your jacket, you're you're probably fine. And it's usually, like, quick. Like, it's just, like, a little bit of a downpour, and then right. it stops, and you get sun again. Exactly. So, um, I don't think we have to go too much into the... I don't have anything else on the, like, real history no. be, before we get to Queen Elizabeth. Do you? I don't think so. No, I think, uh, I think that about covers the... The, the, the early history. The early history. I mean, something interesting probably happened. I just don't know about it. But since Queen Elizabeth became queen, she has gone every year to this Trooping of the Color. There's only one year she wasn't, um, they didn't have the event. And that was in 1955 when the whole event was canceled because of a, a railway strike. Yeah. Which, that's a pretty effective strike if you ask yeah. me. Um, but it's pretty impressive that she's been doing this for so many years each year. And when... She originally started out, she was on horseback, and then kind of more recently she's switched to riding in a carriage, because while she's still a very competent horsewoman, it's, she's also, you know, in her 90s, and she doesn't want to sit on a horse in a hot right. day. She wants to sit in a carriage where there's probably air conditioning built into it that we just don't know about. Right. So, but, I mean, the other thing that I remembered about it was um, in 1981, that was the year that there was a possible, it's unclear what exactly the motive was for this person, but that was when Queen Elizabeth was still riding in this parade, riding side saddle, mind you. Like, that is hard. Yes. That is the worst. That's why in all those movies where, like, they're like, oh, you have to ride side saddle, they really just have, like, a dummy leg and, yeah. like, a long skirt. No, <laughs> she's really riding side saddle. And someone in the crowd fired a, a revolver with blanks in it. And when you make a loud noise near a horse, the horse is usually not happy. And so you really got a glimpse of what a great horsewoman she was, or she is, seeing that, because the horse maybe, like, skittered a couple steps and she was just like nope that's quite enough right. we're good it's we're good. like the man it's like when the man broke into her bedroom oh and like, yeah she was like um hi what, what's up and she was like able to like talk him down and well like, she was able to keep him like, talking because yeah. she tried to call for help like three times and nobody yeah. was picking up the phone <laughs> and she was like yeah um this is interesting well because yeah. he was like going threatening to commit suicide and yeah. all this stuff but yeah again it shows she she's she's got you know, a lot of, she's got nerves of steel, Indeed. I think is a way you could It seems to her. be a, a family trait, because even, like, when Princess Anne's assassination oh. attempt. Oh, oh God, yeah. we got to spend a whole episode on that. <laughs> yeah. Or kidnapping. Or kidnapping, yeah, yeah. that assassination, sorry. Well, people die. I mean, people did <laughs> well, die. Yeah, someone did die, yeah. And, like, she, she was just, oh, that's amazing. Yeah. She was just, he was like, come with me. And she's like, I'd get out of the car. Wow. And she's like, I bloody well won't or <laughs> yeah. something like that, which is amazing. Yeah. And she's just unflappable. And it's yeah. like, no, I'm, I'm I want to go home. Right. <laughs> so is that, but yeah. getting, so then um, as most of us recognize the 
uh, Tripping of the Color ends with a balcony appearance. It's one of the few times we can be uh, sure that we'll get a formal balcony appearance from a large swath of the family. Right. And All then there's together. Right. And then there's the flyover, mm-hmm. which is everyone's favorite part, especially George and Harry. <laughs> they, both, <laughs> they both love it. And um, last year, it was a, you know, a very big celebration because it was the Queen's 90th birthday. So it was the mm-hmm. official celebration of her 90th birthday. And she wore the loudest, greenest, neonest suit <laughs> I've ever seen her wear. And it was amazing. You wouldn't be able to miss her. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, she always says like, or her, her people who curate her wardrobe mm-hmm. say, you know, she always goes for a solid color so that she's not, so she's easy to spot because when people show up, they want to see the queen. And so then they can mm-hmm. say, oh, I saw the queen. She's not fading into the background. She certainly was not fading into the background. Yeah. And it also had the amazing unintended side effect of uh, being easy to, because it was green, it's like green screen, so people could superimpose um, various patterns onto the suit using Photoshop. My favorite was just, like, cheesy pizza. (laughs) And so I just, like, the the queen was wearing a suit with pizza pizza on it, which I would wear. Sounds really good. I know. I want to eat that. So this year she toned it down a bit. Yeah, she was in baby blue. Yes. And... Looking great. Philip was there next to her. Yeah, and uh, in a change from other years, he wasn't wearing his, his military uniform. He, he opted for a suit, which maybe have to do with the fact that he's retiring soon. And It it also might have to do with the heat. Yeah, uh, that as Because well. the material Hot. that's in the suit, I mean, that's, that's heavy. And so yes. I could see really either explanation working for that. So then, obviously, Charles and Camilla were there as well, mm-hmm. and uh, Charles was wearing his uh, traditional, you know, full bright red coat with the blue sash. Mm-hmm. Camilla was wearing a very nice coat, um, ivory, and a giant hat, of course, as is her wont. And, I mean, they were looking good. Yeah. But... The typical... And then let's get to the, let's get to what we all were really waiting for. We weren't here to talk about Camilla's hat. No, Um, we're not. Yeah. So we, Kate showed up in bubblegum pink. Which was such a surprise. Yeah. I, I was, I, I loved the look. I'll put that out there. Um, But yeah, I definitely wasn't expecting um, that color from her. Not because um, it's not something she, she wouldn't wear, but. Um, I did wonder if they would be more solemn considering all events, but at the same time, it's not really a time to be in mourning. It's a celebration. Um, yeah. And I mean, I think, and they did do a moment of silence for the the attacks in London and yes, around the UK before they began, um, the trooping. And I think, I mean, she, she has, you were talking about this a little earlier. Like she Mm -hmm. has her traditional like color schemes, like, Mm -hmm. you know, blue and white. she, she loves a nautical theme mm-hmm. when she's doing things like that. Um, she wears a lot of just red and mm-hmm. she does a lot of uh, blues and, and things like that. And then a lot of more like pastels or muted right. colors. Rarely is she in something that's so bright. Mm-hmm. And this, I, I mean, it's just, 
your eyes go straight to her. Mm-hmm. Of course, then people are like, oh, she's did it to upstage the queen yeah, and Camilla course. because the queen. And it's like, no, calm down. You know, I think Kate could be wearing like a grocery bag. Yeah. Dress. Yeah. And, uh, and people would gripe about how she's trying to upstage yeah, the queen right. or Camilla. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, and if you don't think that at this point, she's not just, you know, she's not going to it would be bad for her relationship with William to do something to make her, uh, his grandmother mad. Mm -hmm. Like on something that it's a, it's a dress. Like, you know, there's, there are other things to maybe butt heads over. (laughs) I don't Mm -hmm. think she, I just don't think it's Kate's style to, Mm -hmm. to make a big fuss about what she can and can't wear. Right. And she also wanted a match with Charlotte. I know. That was so cute. Like, I hope that in just normal daily wear, they wear matching outfits. I feel like Charlotte, because, yeah, they, yeah, because they both have, like, the similar kind of hair color and Mm -hmm. it's just, like, they really do. Like, it's just, like, obviously, like, you have George and William who are the blondies and then you have the girls who are the brunettes. Like, it really is just like that. What you what you think of when you think of like a perfect family. I know. <laughs> well, and you can tell she's probably in the age where they're, I don't know, when I was little, I know I went through the phase where yeah. I just wanted to wear pretty dresses mm-hmm. and like look cute. Yeah. I mean, I got over that pretty quickly and yeah. refused to put on a dress for like a decade. But I think she's just probably in that phase where she just wants to look like mom. Yeah. And, and Kate, you know, she, I wouldn't be surprised even if she said, what color do you want mommy to wear? And she said pink. Mm-hmm. And so she said, okay, I guess I, right. I guess we're going pink. And it might've been that the queen, you know, she's, she offered a pastel pink and the queen said, no, that's too close to what yeah. I'm wearing. <laughs> you have to go bold right. or I'm wearing pastel this right. year. So we um, can't blend in. We can't look like. Mm-hmm. We're all wearing, yeah. and so, they are different. Sh- now I'm looking at a photo where it shows everyone, and I mean Camilla's wearing a cream, and the mm-hmm. queen is wearing a blue, and Kate's wearing a pink, and so they're all kind of variations on right. the British flag colors, For sure. Stuff. So, yeah. so Kate wore McQueen. Yes, um, not a surprise since she often taps them for really any important um, events, and she's worn McQueen. I think at least at least on her first showing at the trooping she wore mcqueen which was that what i like to think is one of her more bonkers outfits i think it's amazing yeah because it's the white cream one with like the ruffles it's very military looking yes um and i hope that she will wear that again someday but yeah i have low hopes at the same time because it really is uh um eccentric outfit well it's a little bit more out there yeah it's just more like her style has kind of become more I don't know. Streamlined. Streamlined. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good word for it. Yeah. She's not doing a lot of frills. Yeah. Um, um, and the dress, and I think maybe one of the reasons it is the color it is because it is a, um, adaptation of a McQueen, um, oh. outfit from Autumn oh. Winter Collection 2016. It actually doesn't have sleeves. Okay. Um, so it was altered. So it's, the dress, besides the fact that she added sleeves, is what the McQueen, um, style was so i think that's maybe where she got the pink from because it is like when they looked at when you look at the pictures of the the mcqueen that she adapted Mm -hmm. it is the same color yeah well Um, it's just nice it's cheerful it's bright and then there's the waistband the paper bag waist the paper bag i think it it is so cute because Mm -hmm. what we were just saying she kind of goes for a more streamlined look but it's hard to i mean you you don't want to look boring you don't want to look like you're wearing the same dress in the you know 50 different colors so little details like that. 
And now I don't have an opinion one way or the other. I know what I hope in my heart is true. Right. But there's, 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 so everyone's taking this silhouette and the photos and thinking there's a third baby Cambridge on the way. (laughs) And like I said, I have no opinion. I hope, I hope so much because it would be amazing. (laughs) It would be so amazing. Um, just because I like looking at pictures of their children. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that Kate would be, I do think that they, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they stopped at two, but I also wouldn't be surprised at all if they decided to have a third child just because mm-hmm. Kate came from a family of three. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So that's, that's that speculation. Yeah. Do you have any comments? You know, uh, I don't know. The, some people have ma- been making, I mean, people always make comments about her appearance and have said that she looks like she's put on weight, which could be an anticipation of Sure, baby, but like, but also, no, she hasn't. Come on. Right. It's I like, mean, <sighs> there's a difference between like looking sickly ill and, and I don't think there's really that like, and needing to gain weight for a baby. It's like, I don't think she was ever so thin no, in in the last you know couple of years, but no, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't particularly ever look at her and go, wow, I think she looks a little different, you know. The only time, and I think it was, um, like in retrospect, me mm-hmm. looking at pictures of her in the like in her public appearances during early in her pregnancy, mm-hmm. uh, her earlier two pregnancies, but like I know she's pregnant, so I'm like, oh yeah, she definitely looks. Oh, you can see a little bit, or like right. she she's does look different. And... She's got the glow, and her face is a little fuller. But here, I didn't see any of that. I don't know. No. So who knows? I mean, she's been pregnant for like four years with twins. So yeah, of course, according to the tabloids, the American right. tabloids, which. Yeah. We'll never have the correct. I mean, I guess a stop clock is right, you know, twice a day, but I don't think that they're going to all of a sudden be, you know, the ones trumpeting the news. Mm -hmm. Um, What type of shoes do you think she's wearing? Because we we didn't see, but, you know, I know um, for the sake of the fuck girls, I hope they're not nude, but. Oh, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they're nude because. I mean, it would be, I feel like this is an outfit. I tried to think about what shoes would go well, and I'm like, it'd have to be nude or it'd have to be the exact pink. Like, well, she'd have to be wearing all pink. Because I was like, black obviously wouldn't work. I was no. like, she'd have to wear it's something. A, it's a daytime event, too. Yeah. I would Probably say, Crocs, because no one can see. Yeah, I would say it, it would have to be nude, but it would be just nice if it were, like, an interesting nude. Yeah. Like, if it were, like, a strappy, strappy or just had, like, interesting detail. Mm-hmm. Like, if it had a cool, um, like, ruffle detail that was kind of call a call to the hat mm-hmm. and stuff it could just be in in nude but just not the plain pump mm-hmm. but you know what no one's seeing her feet so right. i hope she's wearing fluffy pink bunny slippers yeah. i don't think she is yeah. but um you know yeah. we can hope and i think uh i think this will get a rewear i think it's interesting enough and i i feel like it looks really great on her that i think it'll get some sort of rewear for another Happier event, obviously. She won't be wearing this to some sort of memorial. I can imagine this being like an East pulled out for Easter or some kind of early spring garden party in a couple years. Garden party. I could see that for sure. Because, and maybe with like a little bit of a different hat Mm -hmm. uh, that has a more floral theme. Mm -hmm. I definitely can see that because it is just, you know, that, that color scheme. Um, Do you have any thoughts on the hat? Um, I love Kate in a beret. Yeah. So I was very excited to see a beret this year. Yeah. I do like it. Um, 
I do. I like the red because mm-hmm. otherwise it, it would look just a little bit like you took bubble tape. Yeah. You know, the bubble gum that comes out of the tape <laughs> dispenser. and delicious. like I know. I would eat. I would want to eat the hat. Or Charlotte would eat her hat. Or yeah. or George. Um, I think that the red is really good because it, it breaks it up and it makes it look interesting. Um, and I just think it's, yeah. I think she just, I think her whole head looks good. Her yeah. earrings she borrowed from the queen. I love those earrings because they are just sparkly they're vintage looking but they're not like kitschy in any kind yeah. of way they're just really classic like really well i mean me if i had a pair of those earrings they would be rhinestones but <laughs> <laughs> i mean and i could see myself like wanting to get a pair of those again in rhinestones mm-hmm. for like um a fancy evening like to wear to somebody else's wedding or something but they're just really nice you know Nice going with her whole look. Mm-hmm. Yes, I loved the red wave in there. Yeah, um, I thought it. I thought it was very on trend because I feel like I see a lot of dresses right now that have the pink and the red. Yeah, because together I, it used to be kind of like, oh, that's clashing. You can't yeah. do that. Um, in some cases, that's still true. Right. But I think that that's one of the things that makes clothes interesting is when you can take something that is breaks one of the fashion rules but make it look chic and you know make it work Mm -hmm. the immortal words of tim gunn sir tim gunn he should be a sir um but he yeah that's i like it i like everything the um other important outfit is george's suspenders oh my gosh he nugget he is such a nugget he um he again showed up so last year my head exploded because he saluted the planes when they flew over. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Cause you can tell his dad taught him that. Yeah. And then he's like, dad, look, I'm going to salute these planes. Just like you. Yes. Just like you. And it's like, Oh, and so now though, he, the, it's so funny cause he's so bored at the beginning of it. And you can tell like he has no poker face. He's just like slouched over and his giant cheeks are just like smushed up. And he's just like, like, are the planes here yet? More exciting things right mm-hmm. now. Yeah, it's like then all of a sudden, you know, they're coming, and he all of a sudden perks up, and he and Charlotte have a very good time watching the planes go by. But he's just like, I don't know. I can't. I just can't get over. He's wearing suspenders. I, I can't know. get over he's it. Such it's a fancy so cute. little guy. I know. Um, did you see that he, when they were at the window, he was picking his nose? Yes, he was. Because <laughs> how old is he oh. now? He's got to be four. Yeah. I mean, four. you find yeah. me a four-year-old boy right. who you can <laughs> restrain from. Like, I hope that this photo becomes part of things that they use to make fun of him. Oh, it definitely will. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if when, um, <laughs> when, uh, George brings home his first girlfriend from university, his uncle Harry is going to have it framed <laughs> and there's going to be all the piano pictures, all of yeah. like the, you know, Oh, there's him with his, his, uh, great grandmother and like all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, all the dignitary photos is him shaking president Obama's hand in yeah. his adorable bathrobe. Oh. Because he knows that the it. ladies, he he knows that the ladies will love that one, but then all again, like Harry's going to have this nose picking one, just mm. blown up giant and sitting amongst them. But mm-hmm. oh, I love it. Also, the thing is with Harry is he's like clearly hiding. He's like blocked in like the yeah. big family photos. He's like completely <laughs> blocked by right. Charlotte's head, and I was like, 
is he doing that on purpose? Yeah. Or well, I know that they obviously want to have the succession right. line up front, um, <laughs> but it's so. kind of on the nose. Like right. Charlotte <laughs> supplanted him. Yeah. Just some red hair, yeah. a yeah. beard. Looks like she's wearing a red hat. Like her mom. <laughs> oh. yeah. So yeah, that's okay. And then Beatrice and uh, Eugenie were there as well. Some other people on the balcony. And the Tyndalls were there. The Tyndalls were there. Mm-hmm. Um, They're adorable blondies. Yes. And so, yeah. So it was a, it was a pretty big family affair. As yeah, the it, only person, I think, who wasn't there was Sophie. Yes. But I'm yeah. sure she was doing something fun. Yeah. With the other children. Oh, yeah. Here's the dress. Oh. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. Yes, of course. We're, I'm just, show, we're referencing. I'm just showing her the McQueen dress with that they based her Kate's outfit off of with the without the sleeves. And I'll refer listeners listeners to um, from Berkshire to Buckingham uh, has that information. And it, yeah, it looks really. I mean, it's actually really cute. Mm-hmm. If Kate could ever, I don't know, did they ever let her wear sleeveless like to like Wimbledon or anything? Um, I'm trying to think. I think she has. Yeah. Because um, I mean, this is thick. I'm to be clear, it's like a, it's not like a spaghetti strap. Right. It's like a full to the shoulder strap. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, I think mm-hmm. she'll probably. Yes, she did actually have a white um, dress that she wore to Wimbledon one time. Yeah. Um, I can't remember who made it, but yeah, it was like a pleated dress. But um, don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just imagining what we want her to wear. Right. Well, regardless, I think that. This is definitely going to be a rewear. I think they'll mm-hmm. probably really keep the sleeves on just because that's probably more practical for her mm-hmm. in her various uh, engagements and also in the British weather since it's usually not 85 degrees right. there. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm looking through my. Yeah, the, if there's anything else. The thorough notes I took. Kids were there. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, okay. I think that's about it. Yeah, and it was Father's Day weekend. So. Oh, yes. There were posts on my social media, mm-hmm. people that I follow of Will and uh, George, holding George, and then also of Charles with Will and Harry. Mm-hmm. And so those were nice. Yeah. I was hoping that we'd maybe get yesterday, They there's always, like, the polo match. Oh, sure. And, like, in previous years, Kate has brought George, and I was kind of hoping to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, to see Charlotte because mm-hmm. I have a feeling Charlotte is like she just she's gone like oh yeah she you can't control her. bolts she just yeah. bolts she books it well I think it's probably just she knows <laughs> and there's two children she knows that you're busy watching George yeah. she is aware she's sitting there nice playing she's probably like you know pulling grass out of the ground like and just mm-hmm. blowing letting it blow away in the wind and like smiling and looking cute and then George is up being like mommy can I do this and then Kate's like George please sit down and she's like looking over and then and she looks and then Charlotte's like running onto the polo field and she's like no it's like but great granny wants me to ride horses with her she's probably like there's dad hi dad and he's like oh god Uh, anyway yeah so that's the the trooping of the color that's the the color trooping the color I don't know it doesn't I've heard it both ways yeah but Trooping the color. And that's, I think, all for our episode this week. Yeah. And thanks, everyone, for listening. 
Yeah, if you guys want to get in contact with us, um, we have many ways. Um, one is if you'd like to send us an email, you can send us an email to americrowndreams at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram or Facebook at americrowndreams and at on Twitter at americrowndream. I got it right this time. Woo! Woo! It only Look took me a third time's a charm. Exactly. That's a saying for a reason. So, thank you all, and we will be back shortly with a new topic to chat about. Yeah, so we will uh, Oh, there's no Lupo watch, right? No Lupo. I haven't I haven't heard anything. I should set up a Google alert. Oh yeah. for Lupo. Yeah. Um, That's a good That would be helpful because it's not so common that I'll get like stupid news that I don't care about in my inbox. I feel like I will get legit. Yes. Maybe tips. yes, exactly. Or if you have seen Lupo since he appeared in GQ. <laughs> yes, exactly. If you Let have, us know. I mean, or if you just have a cute dog, yeah, you can send me pictures. That's fine. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll talk you. about your dog. Yeah, <laughs> I'll rate it on a scale of royalty. That's it. That again, we still have that queued up for a future episode. Is a um, discussion of royal dogs and the dogs and breeds that have been important to various queens and other royals throughout history. But for this week. That's all. All right. Bye. Bye.